Thank you for celebrating 20 years with the Indian School of Business. To fondly remember this milestone, we bring to you ISB is 20, a collection of 20 stories told through conversations with the founders, deans, professors, staff, students, and alumni. We attempt to celebrate the impact that ISB has had on management education and research. Starting our journey in 2001, with a graduating class of 128 students, ISB has grown today into a recognized world-class institution. This series helps us pause and reflect on what brought us where we are today and the path that lies ahead. In this episode, the school's founding dean, Pramat Sinha, is in conversation with Rajat Gupta, ISB's founding chairman. So Rajat, it's great to be here. Who would have thought we would be sitting in this state-of-the-art studio at ISB recording this conversation? I know. It's uh, unbelievable that uh, the journey we have been through and where we are now, it's fantastic. 20 years, Rajat, how does it feel? It's just uh, sometimes feels unreal that it's been 20 years since the start of the school. Uh, I think the whole idea was to demonstrate a few things. One was that we could create a world-class school that was research-oriented and many of the other institutions weren't. That we would world-class would mean everything world-class, world-class faculty, world-class students, world-class facilities, world-class placement, you know, you can go on and on. And that we would set an example in terms of truly creating a research culture. We also wanted to connect it very much to the industry. But there were a couple of other external things we wanted to demonstrate. I think one was that private industry, business leaders have the responsibility for coming together and creating something like this together, which was had not really been done before. So people collectively coming together and making an effort to create a world-class institute. Where did the idea of collaboration with top institutions come from? And how did that idea get seeded? I used to sit on the board of Northwestern. So I knew Dean Jacobs very well. And Deepak Jain was then the deputy dean. I said, Dean Jacobs, I want to come and talk to you. Uh, he said, oh, come on, come on for breakfast. So I go there and Dean Deepak Jain is also sitting there. I said, I've been thinking about this, but I need help. Where do I even start? How do I start a business school? So he immediately said, if you really, you know, if you're going to be behind it, I have the confidence that you'll be able to marshal the people and resources and attract the right group. I will help you no matter what, you know, and I'll do anything I can. So then I asked him, okay, who else should we collaborate with? He said, you should go to Harvard, you're a Harvard graduate. And he said, by the way, you know, Kellogg and Wharton have collaborated in a number of different places and you should talk to Wharton also. Then I went to Harvard and of course, Harvard completely turned me down and said, we don't collaborate on these things. And I, I was a personal advisor to Kim Clark, who was then the dean. Yeah. I, I had helped him a lot. And I, I was expecting that he'll, he'll be at least amenable to listening to the story. He said, no, sorry, I, we don't collaborate. So uh, yeah, that was that. And uh, Dean Garrity, who was the uh, dean at Wharton at that time, came from industry. 
and the proposition that here were industry leaders getting together to you know create a world class business school appealed to him tremendously so he also immediately said yes and of course london business school came a little bit later because sumantra at that time was already involved and got uh, london so this gave a lot of confidence and boost to if we can get world class partners like that to help us and as you know very well they did lots of initial years i mean amazing amount of yes health in terms of organizing the curriculum the faculty selection and even the admissions process we used to say that the admissions process being run by by kellogg and wharton and not not by us because one of the early things we want to set was you know this will be completely meritocratic admissions and uh, this was a good thing to say okay it's not even being done here and you did lose some people along the way one person that we always miss is sumantra ghoshal yeah uh, and uh, i think he would have been a towering figure today if he had been alive you know sumantra was uh, a towering thought leader in the field of business strategy etc you know he and ck prahlad were probably the two most prominent thinkers of their time in terms of uh, strategy and um, when i first met sumantra and he was very interested in the idea one time i broached the subject of whether he would uh, lead this institution and uh, in many ways he just said yes immediately i probably he didn't think about it hard enough but he said yes and that was a certainly a coup for uh, the school because sumantra if nothing else he knew his own strengths and his shortcomings so he uh, as you know the story well uh, he came uh, to me and said look i am academic i'm a researcher i'm a thought leader i'm not a administrator i'm not a dean i i cannot do this and uh, this is only a few months before the school <laughs> was supposed to start so this uh, idea struck me uh, that uh, the best dean probably would be pramath the simple reason was that he's been the thought leader behind you know uh, the conceptualizing of this school and done all the work of thinking behind it not only that the silver lining was he has a phd in the, in, in uh, you know economics and and of course i had great deal of confidence in uh, your leadership abilities and and doing this job and then of course the collective strength of any leadership group any board any group of people is much greater than any single person i mean that we witnessed every day in 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 the early years certainly and later on secondly to really bucked the trend as much and you know there were lots of skeptics right and to have the institutional strength where we could in many ways uh, kind of go against the grain and say we don't have to be under ugc we don't have mm-hmm. to be our, you know we will create our own path and are be the responsible for our own destiny that takes a lot of strength mm-hmm. and the collective strength uh, made that possible So I said what can I really contribute and what do I really know something about and it seemed like to me that business education education I've always been interested in but business education was something I knew something about and I also was very interested in sort of this collective model I wanted to see whether it can be done 
I wanted to see in India whether a private institution can be built. And I wanted to make sure it was not for profit, that there was no other motive in other than making the institution great and creating a world-class school. I don't think any of the founding members really had that much doubt. Not that we weren't concerned or afraid at some points in time that we have to do more, but everybody had the confidence and the conviction that we would be able to create this world-class institution. And uh, I remember the, the words uh, of many of the board members. We said we have to set the DNA right from the beginning and uh, have that kind of audacious, ambitious goals. And the dot-com bust happened. And a lot of the contributions came from entrepreneurs who were very successful. And suddenly they were feeling poor. So they said, listen, we don't have the means to do it now. They probably did, but when you lose, you know, 80% of your net worth, you certainly feel poor. And uh, so we actually, some of that went away and we had to take a large loan to get the school completed and so on. And that was a, that was a low moment to give uh, significant amounts of money for as yet, you know, a PowerPoint and an idea uh, was uh, quite difficult. But I think it was an interesting, um, we created some level of scarcity value for even for these very accomplished people. We said this, we're going to create a world-class school. And they actually believed that we could create it. But then we said, you know, they're going to be 12 members of the executive committee. The price of admission is you know, a million dollars. And uh, please join, we love to have you. You're a captain of industry and we, we're creating this school to serve you and you must contribute to it. Industry leaders who were natural competitors, not necessarily in their businesses, but just for leadership in industrial leadership of the country, etc., and, you know, complex environment where they had all kinds of histories behind them. They all sat, sat around together in a table, which uh, I don't think they sit around in any other forum that I could think of. And they collaborated and they all worked together to, to have this happen. And, um, and it was true. Once we, uh, once we were able to say that almost every leading industrial group in India has contributed a significant amount, we could actually go outside and raise a fair amount of money. Both from, both from the Indian diaspora as well as from uh, companies, uh, global companies, like uh, whether it be Novartis or Goldman Sachs or whoever. But then, of course, the first graduating class was 2001. And there we were, the economy was in, the, in dire straits. And even though we had a small class, and this uh, I have to give you complete credit for, is how do we place these hundred and some people in this economy? And of course, if we had not succeeded in that class, it would be a disaster. And yeah. that, that was a significant low. 20 years have gone past very quickly, but uh, I actually think that when we were all sitting around the table in our first board meetings and envisioning the school, I don't think we could have predicted where we would be in 20 years. And I think much of it is, has exceeded our 
expectations and our imagination uh, at that point. But by and large, it's, uh, it's quite a journey and much further to go, but uh, we should all be proud. Uh, I think everybody who's been involved right from day one, and uh, you were a big part of it. It's a great example of a collective effort on part of many, many people to bring it where it is. And by and large, we shouldn't uh, rest on our laurels, but we should be uh, very proud of what has been done.